0: You are listening to a Live Mint production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast.
1: Welcome to Mint Views. This is the podcast of the opinion section of Mint Newspaper. My name is Aresh Shirali, editor of Mint Views, and I have with me Ananth Vijay Kala, senior editor of Mint We want to discuss today an exciting moment in Indian defense, the arrival of the first Rafale fighter aircraft from France. It's had a long story. We had a critical moment in our defense history, in a sense, given the tensions we have currently with China. The planes couldn't have come a moment too soon. They're expected now to land actually in India tomorrow sometime from the latest that we're hearing. And yes, this should be an interesting moment. Uh, First, Anant, to begin with, I think I should go run through some of the history of this deal that we had with Dassault. It's the French company that has made the jets. It all began in around 2007 under the previous government, the UPA. They put out a tender for 126 fighter aircraft to fill up the squadrons that we were missing with our own Air Force here, the Indian Air Force. In 2011, they actually picked the Indian Air Force. They actually picked Rafael out of six bidders as the best jet available to serve the purposes. Now, this was a 126 plane deal initially, which uh, to begin with, I think the thing started working in 2013. The initial idea under the previous government was to get 18 flyaway jets. Now, a flyaway jet is a jet which is ready for combat. And another 108 was supposed to be made in alliance between Hindustan Aeronautics Limited, based in Bangalore, our own company, and the SALT. As it turned out, the talks between the SALT and Indian uh, the Indian company, Hindustan Aeronautics Limited, HAL, began to falter and things didn't really go very far. So the deal was in limbo for a bit. And then the new government came in under Narendra Modi, And we had, in 2015, a new deal, a government-to-government deal, uh, which was markedly different. The earlier deal was 126 jets uh, for $12.6 billion. The new deal was 36 jets for $7.6 billion. Ah, this looks like a difference in price. It is a significant difference. But... The new jets, the 36 jets, were all to be in flyaway condition and crucially equipped with some very deadly and modern weaponry, which wasn't the case earlier. That makes all the price difference, as the government has said, and now those jets are on their way. So, Anant, uh, this seems to be a moment of good news for India at last on the defence front. What do you think? Yes, Aries, you're right. Certainly, this is...
2: Uh, These planes are coming, uh, they couldn't have come at a better time. Uh, India is engaged in a military confrontation of sorts with China. And, uh, you know, there are tensions along the uh, LAC. If things uh, escalate, then it will require all the military strength that it can garner. And high-tech weaponry, uh, a strong air force... These will all play a very significant role because India would not be facing a single front war. If things come to such a pass, then we can anticipate other countries also ganging up, like Pakistan, uh, to put pressure on other parts of, on other borders with India, you know, to uh, push us down. So I think uh, in that sense, uh, these planes could not have come at a better time. It gives us. Signif- it gives a reasonable boost, not significant, but a reasonable boost to our air power. Given the you know multi-role capabilities these planes have, these are of the latest configuration. Uh, in uh, air force terms, they're uh, said to be 4.5 generation, so which is uh, you know uh, reasonably latest. So I think they can act as a significant deterrent uh, on any borders that they are deployed. At this point of time, I think the plan is to deploy them at the Ambala base. So perhaps the northern borders uh, would be under its cover. So, uh, you know, but, you know, on a broader level, 10 aircraft are being received. Five are already on the way another five, I think, would be received very soon uh, once the training of pilots is completed, which is currently going on in France. So you can say 10 planes are coming over a very short period of time, uh, yes. are being added to our Air Force. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our uh, overall requirement is much higher. The Air Force requirement, I think, is of the sanctioned requirement is of 42 squadrons. But we do not have that many. I think we are closer to 30. Yes. There's a significant. Uh, yeah. So Arish, There's a significant gap that still needs to be filled up. The yeah. only consonance is that, uh, you know, if there is a war, then probably if there is a military confrontation, then probably it will be a very limited affair. It would not be a full-blown war, I guess. But the probability of a full-blown war is pretty uh, less given the kind of damage uh, both the countries or every country would face. So in that situation, I think deterrence is more important then, uh, you know, the numbers of aircrafts you might have. You may not have head-to-head as many aircraft as the Chinese have. But even even if you have a certain number of uh, minimum uh, deterrence to defend a certain border, then I think that would suffice. So that's a kind of a consolation for us, Arish. But mm-hmm. yeah, we need to ramp up other efforts also.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that's an interesting point you make, Anand. You're saying that basically so long as we have a minimum number of jets... Now, the five that come, two of them will actually be for training, which can, of course, be repurposed for combat. Uh, but the five jets, shall we say we'll have five right away, uh, they might take some time to actually induct wire into the systems that the Indian Air Force has. And some people estimate it take, might take up to a month to get them combat ready. But that's good enough so long as we have them. Now, the interesting thing is that the new weaponry that these planes come with, there are, you know, the names are going around. There's Scalp, deep strike cruise missiles. There's Meteor missiles, air to air. There's something called the Mica missile, which is also air to air. But the interesting thing, and this is usually classified information, is that these would be possibly potentially nuclear tipped. We can therefore use these planes as a nuclear deterrent to the extent that these planes can carry such weaponry nukes, so to speak. And if we simply have a few of them with us, uh, their precision is supposed to be very high compared to what we've had in the past, as we are told, that we can actually use them as a mini squadron which effectively deters uh, an adversary from, from you know, any kind of uh, hostile action along our borders, for example. So you're right about that point. But in general, we are missing, like you said, uh, 12 squadrons, and each squadron is 18 jets. So in case there's an escalation of hostilities, you still need to have backup planes, because these days, the uh, pace at which some of these can be hit, could be quite high. Uh, there is something called the Tejas, which we developed ourselves, Hindustan Aeronautics Limited with uh, DRDO, our own development organization. Uh, should should we not be ramping up production there? What do you think, Anand? Should we not be basically doing all we can to fill up these missing squadrons as quickly as we can?
2: Indeed, Arish. over a long term, I think the delivery of these Rafale jets Uh, is only the beginning of our efforts to upgrade our weaponry, our militaries, our air force, and our armed forces in general. So this can be a start, but this is not the ultimate aim. We have still a very long way to go. And, uh, you know, uh, buying uh, aircraft like uh, Rafale or Sukhoi's uh, may not be the only option. We have other options as well, which may be more cost-effective given that these are not very cheap weaponry, they don't come at a very cheap cost. So we should uh, ideally explore other options also, as you mentioned, the HAL-developed uh, uh, Indian aircrafts; Those also should be produced in larger numbers, so that at least numerically they strengths, even if their capabilities may not match at this point of time, the capabilities of all these modern aircraft, But they have specific uses in different scenarios. So they can be of extreme utility. And uh, even if they just add to the numbers, they can play a significant role in, uh, uh, you know, upgrading the total strength of our armed forces. So you're right that this is just the start. We should look at other areas also uh, where there are opportunities to uh, ramp up capabilities
1: in a cost-effective manner. Yes, and I'm told that Tejas, it has a new engine, by the way. It's called the Mark II engine. The first engine really wasn't up to scratch. This one is supposed to be pretty good, at least as a backup aircraft. And we can actually produce it at large volumes by ourselves in our facilities that Hindustan Aeronautics Limited has. Uh, We should get going right away. And on that note, let's hope our defenses shall be up and good and strong within no time. Thank you very much. Bye bye. That will be all for today. If you have recommendations or any issue that you would like us to discuss, please send in your suggestions to podcasts at hindustantimes.com.
0: This was a Live Mint Production brought to you by HD Smartcast.
2: HD Smartcast.